0: Well, welcome to our first chapel. Amen. um, I want to recognize our president. President Scales is in the house. It's good to see all of you here. We're gonna have a great semester. Somebody say amen. Amen. I want to recognize Dr. Scott Wrights. Where are you at, Scott? Look, everybody. Dr. Scott Wright's back there. Dr. Reitz has a table set up in the lounge area for our GSL, Global Service Learning Trips. And if you're interested, he's got a lot of good information that you need to know about. And if you've never been on, well, first time freshman, of course, this is your first experience here. But take it from me, you want to talk to Scott because these Global Service Learning Trips are a lifetime experience. So he'll be happy to talk to you right at the end of our chapel. Thank you, Dr. Wright and uh, Vice President of Enrollment, Mr. Jeff Rickey's in the house, thank you, Jeff. And a loud loud shout out to all you students! So here we are and um, I usually like to start the first chapel because um, I just feel that, you know, as the semester begins, and in my capacity and my role i like to get the chance the honor to really speak to you about what i feel is putting first things first and getting our priorities in order so every year when i come i ask the lord to give me something give me a message that can you know point us in that direction by the way i don't want to see anybody standing come on we got seats over here come on come on come on in we're not gonna bite you come on come on (laughs) So um, i like to get started so we can get on the right footing. Is that good? Everybody good with that? Okay, so several weeks ago, maybe more like a month ago, maybe a little longer, on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in the city of St. Louis, Missouri, a very unusual event took place. And it was the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team playing host to the Los Angeles Angels. They were the visitors playing in St. Louis. And at this particular moment in the game, the announcer with a very resonant voice said this, and now batting number five, first baseman, Albert Pujols. Now you have to know, especially you ladies probably, that that doesn't mean anything to you. I'm sure a lot of the guys, how many guys know Albert Pujols? That name, a few of you, right? Mm -hmm. Albert Pujols, for all of us, played most of his career with the St. Louis Cardinals. They They were the home team that day. But he got traded to the Los Angeles Angels, the visiting team that was playing. And Albert Pujols, by the way, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's like a shoe in to be a Hall of Famer. And here he was after all these years playing with the St. Louis Cardinals. Now this was his first time coming back to the St. Louis Stadium, not as a Cardinal, but as a visitor, playing with the Los Angeles Angels. So there he was getting ready to get into the batter's box to bat, and for the next 90 seconds it had to be there was a delirious ovation of people just accolading him and applauding him for all the years that he served so faithfully on the St. Louis Cardinals, bringing them to, I don't know how many World Series, and just what a a display and an affirmation of the love that the people of St. Louis had for him. And all he could do was just stand there and just wave at the crowd in in, in gratitude and thanksgiving to them. And then as though that wasn't enough, He looked up, and there was his battery mate, his catcher that he played with for so many years, Yadiyah Molina, and there was Yadiyah, and he took off his his catcher's mask, and they walked towards one another, and they hugged one another, like a scene out of Hollywood. (laughs) And they just embraced, and then the people were still cheering, and then they, Disembrace, whatever the word is,
1: <laughs>
0: and then and then Albert Pujols humbly got into the batter's box, play ball. Now you know, as I as I witnessed that, I saw it. I I couldn't help but think about. What, what what is the secret, what what really makes a person or what brings a person to that kind of a superstardom, if you will, to the point where unprecedented, the visiting, he's on the visiting team and they're giving him that kind of affirmation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I said, what is it about that? Oh, by the way, you need to know something about Albert Pujols, he's a Christian. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And I'm sure Albert would tell all of us that when you repent of your sins, and when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, a a supernatural power is available to all of us. Hallelujah. And we know that supernatural power to be what? The person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I'm sure Albert Poulos will go further to say this. And you listen up this evening, students. Hard work, commitment, perseverance, stick all those things are important but if you don't have the workings of the holy spirit right. going on in your life guess what it's all to naught yes.
1: Yes. Yes. and so
0: that's what i want to just challenge us with tonight because when I speak this word, I'm speaking to myself as well, but I want to challenge us. So I said I wanted us to get off on the right footing. You know, when the Holy Spirit is working in a believer, things happen. Hallelujah. There's changes, there's growth, Amen. there's excitement. Yes. And so I want to challenge you tonight because I want everyone in here. My prayer is for everyone. President Scales. Jeff Rickey, Dr. Jennings, who just walked in behind us, all you students, my prayer is, is that we will have the most spirit filled, alive, successful, prosperous semester that you've ever experienced. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, for the next few moments, I want to illustrate this by one of my favorite passages of scripture, and then I want to allow you, if you will, Some of you may have to go to class, and that's okay, but I'll stay here as long as I have to. I want to have the honor of praying for anybody that wants me to pray for them, that God's going to give you the best year you've ever had. So let's start. So let's start, because we don't have much time. One of my favorite books of the Bible is the book of Acts. Amen. You've got the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? And then right after that, you have the book of Acts. And, um, the book of Acts actually in many ways is the history of the church Amen. Mm-hmm. and we're not that's for another time but tonight I want us to jump right into uh, my favorite chapter chapter 3
1: mm.
0: and in chapter 3 of the book of Acts you can read it later you can look at it later we're gonna look at some verses in a moment but in chapter 3 we're introduced to two disciples by the name of Peter and John
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the Bible tells us in chapter 3 that they're on their way one afternoon into the temple And a man from birth has been, he's lame and he's laying there at the temple begging for alms or hoping that someone would give him some money or whatever he stands in need of. Mm -hmm. And the Bible tells us that Peter and John approached this man and Peter says to him, look on us. Mm -hmm. And this lame man thinking that he's going to get some money. And you know the verse, Peter says, ah, silver or gold, we don't have. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And you know the story, he gets up and walks and he starts leaping and walking and praising God. And then we find the crowd, they're amazed by this and they they start to congregate, watch this now, they start to congregate around Peter and John. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we have uh, the religious leaders Mm -hmm. The Sadducees, and they see all this commotion, and they confront Peter and John. They're not interested in the miracle. They're not interested in the crowd praising God. They're they're more concerned about their own personal reputations. Mm -hmm. But here's what we find as, as these men, these leaders, approach Peter and John. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. And the next day, I gotta keep walking around here to see this, the next day the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there. And so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. And they had Peter and John brought before them And notice, they began to what? Question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, verse 8, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who is lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this that this man stands before you healed. Now I wanna stop there for a moment and just suggest to us a couple of things about the man, the woman, the NIAC student, President Scales, myself, faculty, staff. I wanna challenge us tonight that the man or woman filled with the Holy Spirit Things happen. I want to just tell you about two things tonight. And the first one is this. Notice, then Peter, what? Filled with the Holy Spirit,
1: Holy
0: Spirit, said to them. Those three words, said to them, are very important. Because that said to them suggests something to us. And I want to start by saying that we go from the defensive to the offensive. All right. What do I mean by that? Well put yourself, try to picture. It's always good to picture what the scriptures are really saying. Mm-hmm. And imagine these men, Peter and John, they've just been part of this wonderful experience of seeing this lame man walk now. A great, a great celebration time. But here we have the religious leaders. They've not only, they're not only disturbed by this, but they put him in jail. And then they bring him out of jail and they bring him up in front of themselves and they, it's like an indictment. They say, by what power and what name did you do this? And instead of Peter cowering back in a defensive position, he gets in an offensive position and he tells them, know this, the one that you crucified, but God raised him from the dead, the name of Jesus. That's the one that did it. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know how what that means to you, but I have to remind you who this Peter is. Some of you may not be that well-versed in your Bible. This is the same Peter that when Jesus was arrested, he denied him, he acted like he didn't even know him. Right, amen. It's recorded in all of the Gospels. I looked at it in Mark's Gospel, I think it was chapter 14, verses 66 through 69. The little servant girl came over to to, to Peter, and she says, aren't aren't you the one that was with that Jesus? And, And Peter said, what are you talking about? Get out of my face. I don't know what you're talking about and then just a couple of verses chapters later she she approached him again and he said the same thing i don't know what you're talking about jesus jesus who and then the Bible says that the, the, the leaders, they, they saw they saw Peter and they recognized something from that Galilean accent that he had. They said, wait a minute, aren't you the one that was with that Nazarene? And the Bible says he called down curses on himself. My God. Oh, yes. And said, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the Peter that we're talking about now. I call it going from a coward to a lion. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what happens, my beloved, when you and I are filled with the Holy Spirit. There's a boldness that comes into our li- into our lives. Mm-hmm. There's an aliveness. There's a, there's a you know what, I'm standing right up here. And listen to me, the day we're living in, there's so much compromise going on. There's so many distractions. Listen, it's not this thing is not going to, you're not going to have victory by mirrors. You're not going to have victory by just saying, I'm going to do good. No, you got to be full of the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's
1: it.
0: Now, I know you might not hear this kind of talk in all the Christian circles, but you're hearing it tonight. Amen. This is the gospel. Yes. And then notice this, one more thing about this before we get to the second point. Peter says that salvation, notice, is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved there's when you're full of the holy spirit there's a clarity to your life mm-hmm. there's no wishy-washy how many here this evening mm-hmm. know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are a blood-bought born-again christian let me mm-hmm. see your hand
1: mm-hmm.
0: put it up there don't be ashamed of it That's right. <laughs> the day we're living in you know there's other stuff going on in case you didn't know People are saying, well, wait a minute, you know, God is love, and, 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 and you know, don't, don't get all excited, you know, uh, who's to judge? Well, no, no, no. We're not to judge, but sin is sin. That's right. We love the sinner, right? But we hate the sin. And I'm so thankful for NIAC and thankful for the founder of this college. That we stand for we stand for truth. And the truth is, let Jesus be exalted Hallelujah. in this place. Hallelujah. And Jesus himself said that if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men. You know, God has placed us down here in this beautiful part of Manhattan for such a time as this. Yeah. And I believe beyond the shadow of my da- uh, shadow of a doubt, and I know the executive team, we all do, that as we continue to do the mandate that the founder of this college, Albert Benjamin Simpson, said, we'll see the students come. Yeah. They'll come from the north and the south and the yeah. east and the west. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Glory be to God.
0: I hear the testimony all the time, and some of you have said it to me. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. You're here because this is a Christian college. Mm-hmm. You're here because you wanted to be in an environment where you could grow. And you're in the right place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be encouraged tonight. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And be bold. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God into salvation. To the Jew first and then to the Greek. Now here's the second thing. And this is the thing that I really wanted to get to. Because this is where we live. This is where you're going to be living when you're in your classrooms and when you're doing your research and all the things that you're going to do. I have to serve notice. I want to tell you something right now before I go any further. You will be attacked. Oh, Oh, yes, you will. This is not going to be a a walk in the Battery Park all the time. We had a great picnic the other day, though, right? (laughs) But you're going to be attacked. Because the enemy, Satan, does not want you to succeed. But that's okay, because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world, right? Okay, so second thing about being full of the spirit. Being full of the spirit brings a a, a, a weight on your prayers. Listen to me, a weight on your prayers. How many, how many love prayer? Prayer is our, our ability to do what? To talk to the living God. And I don't want to just say prayers, I want to pray knowing that our God hears our prayers and answers our prayers. So we won't read it, we don't have the time, but but in this same story, after Peter and John confront the religious leaders and they literally don't know what to do with them, so they dismiss them for a moment, so that they can confer and figure out what we're gonna do with these men, they bring them back in, the Bible says, and then this time, it's not just a matter of them questioning them, they, 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 excuse me for a second, forgive the rudeness, but they literally point in their face, and they say, listen, we were talking to you before about not, you know, talking that name, but we're telling you now, don't speak in that name anymore, I mean, that's how emphatic it was. And Peter and John, they still look at those religious leaders, you would think by now, okay, they're, they're going to back off, right? and Peter stands up and he says this, judge for yourself,
1: uh-huh.
0: but we can't stop talking about the one that we've heard and seen. I mean, you talk about boldness. You talk about tenacity. Ra, ra, ra for Peter. And so the religious leaders, they're done. They're done with it. They said, you know what? We don't know what to do with these guys. The lame man, he's running around crazy. The people are praising God. So you, you just let him go. And this is what the Bible says. That on their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard this, the people, when they heard this, what did they do? They raised their voices together in prayer to God. Mm -hmm. And they said, Sovereign Lord, Mm -hmm. you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. I want to tell you tonight that there's power when we cry out Sovereign Lord. Amen. You, you need to see the juxtaposition of these two words. It's, not, it's just not Sovereign alone or Lord alone. In the Greek context, this Sovereign Lord, really for emphasis, means absolute master. Yes. He's, he's everything. He's the creator of everything. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He holds everything together. He woke us up this morning. If you don't have anything to thank God about, try this. Thank God that He turned on the air this morning. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: And we're here breathing and we're alive. Amen. And that's the God that we serve, sovereign Lord. He's in control of everything. You know, I've been just feeling this lately, and I wonder would you join with me for just a second? I know there's been destruction. I know that Hurricane Dorian is, is is wreaking its nasty head. But I believe that the same God that, that woke us up this morning is the same God that can make that hurricane go another way. Yes. Yes. And if you don't believe that, this is a true story. If I had the article, I would show it to you tonight. I have it at home in my study. I should have brought it. Years ago, a hurricane, I forget what the name of it was. It was headed direct for a direct hit on Houston, Texas. This is a true story. And it was headed for Houston, Texas. And the churches in Houston, and the Christians, they started to pray. They said, oh no, not on our time. We're gonna pray, we don't want this thing to Make a direct hit on Houston, and they prayed and they prayed. And the path of that hurricane—let's just say this—this would be Houston right here, where my where my hand is. And here comes the hurricane right for a direct hit to Houston. And as the as the people of God prayed, look look at what the look at what the hurricane did. Made a left turn and just went out to sea.
1: Wow.
0: And I believe God can do that. Do you believe God can do that? Do you believe He can do that? Well I want to I want to just I want to just lift my voice one more time. You can sit where you are and join with me in prayer. Father in the name of Jesus. We come to you now. You are the author of the the winds and the waves. And we pray, God, for the Carolinas, Lord. We pray for Georgia right now, God. We pray for even the Bahamas that have already experienced destruction. But that doesn't mean that you can't do something miraculous and just blow that hurricane out to sea. So, Lord, we're not asking something so that we can prosper in ourselves. We're asking that your hand of mercy would do this so that we can say, look what our God has done. So, God, please, please preserve. Preserve in the name of Jesus. And we're asking this tonight, believing that you hear our prayer in Jesus' mighty name. And the school said an amen. 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 Thank you. Last thing, sovereign Lord. You know what sovereign means? And you need to know this. Sovereign Lord means this. I'm ready to close now. It's this. Sometimes God will just... Respond to the prayer that we just prayed. He can do that. He's done it. He's done it over and over again. <laughs> look at that. Look at that little shepherd boy, Daniel. Uh, excuse me, David. And with that nine-foot giant Goliath, David said, "Wait a minute. What, what's up with this? This circumcised Philistine?
1: <laughs> Come on."
0: You know, the Bible says that David said No, 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 you come, you come to me With a javelin and a sword, right? I come to you in the name of the Lord Amen. And the rest was history Cut the giants' head off And that was it God can do that Because God does what he wants to do, right? But listen, you need to hear this tonight Because even in your studying And even in all the good things That you're going to be doing this year Sometimes you're, you're in a hard place Come on, you might be in a hard place this year. And I'm not whooshing ill on anybody. I'm telling you what the Bible says. The Bible says in this world we're going to have tribulations. Jesus said that. But take heart. He said, I've overcome the world. So what does that suggest? It suggests that from time to time you're going to have some tough times. I don't know what it will be. I don't know whether it will be a family strain. I don't know whether it will be a financial uh, situation. I don't know what it will be. But I want you to know that sometimes God permits you To go through it. He He doesn't doesn't take it away. I love those three Hebrew boys when they were faced with the ultimatum of either bow or go in the furnace. And what did the Bible say? They said, oh no, oh no, oh no. We don't have to defend ourselves. God can deliver us. And he can. But if he chooses not to, we're still not going to bow. How about that? And then what happened? Did God what happened they ended up in the fiery furnace but that king looked and they said ho, 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 hold it I, I thought we put three in there I see four in there and the fourth one looks like the son of God Amen. what does that suggest to us that means that when sometimes when you go through the situation you're not going through it alone Amen. listen to me God will be there with you every step of the way everything that you and I will go through this, listen that's why I'm so happy tonight I don't have to go through this life by myself. I got Jesus on my side, how about you? you, Be filled with the Holy Spirit tonight, would you please? Let God God consume you. Let let, let everything that happens in your life be governed by a sensitivity that the Lord wants to control you in it. You know, we have no control over what happens to us. Listen, things happen. You know, we have no control over that for the most part, but we do have control over how we respond to it and how we react to it. And God is always wanting to. I've learned a while ago, still learning it instead of saying, oh, God, why did you let that happen? Or what? Lord, Okay, what are you what are you what are you trying to teach me in this? What are you trying to you know, what's going on in this last thing? I'll tell you you, some of you heard this before. I, I do not have patience i'm sorry maybe you do how many how many have patients yeah okay two two people okay i don't have any patience. and god has a sense of humor we had a clock in our kitchen excuse me in our bathroom and and it, it went out and you got to have a clock in the bathroom. <laughs> so the clock went out, and I'm as impatient as all get out. So I said, oh my goodness, we need another clock. I'm, I'm going to go order one. My wife says, w- w- relax, we'll get one that, uh, over the weekend. I said, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. We have to get that now. And I went to work, and um, I went to Amazon.com, you know, and well, I saw the clock I wanted with the Roman numerals, nice one, and ordered it called my wife said, Marinette, don't worry, I already ordered the clock. We're, we're, we're good. Said, this was the same day.
1: <laughs>
0: so the next day, my wife calls me, and she says, Charles. I said, yes, dear. She says, your clock came. Now, I should have known something was up when she said, your clock, baby. My clock? I, I thought we were married, Our clock, your clock. So I knew something was up, but I, it didn't register. Talking about impatient, right? I go home and um, come in the house and I, my, my wife is in the kitchen. So uh, to get to the kitchen, we have to go past the dining room. So as I'm going to the kitchen, my eye catches out of the corner of my eye, a huge box, huge box on the dining room table. Huge box. So I go, I go in the kitchen, I kiss my wife, I said, honey, what's that on the, what's that on the dining room table? She said, your clock. I said, I said, what? I go back in there, I open it up. Listen, it was the clock that you really could put in the 42nd street, you know, where the girl said the terminal, the big clock. Okay what didn't i do i didn't look at, i didn't look at the dimensions on the uh, i just ordered the clock <laughs> you're laughing it was true we just we laugh i laugh we just sent the thing back i'm amazon takes stuff back impatience wow. yeah. and god has to teach us sometimes right yeah. but everything that happens to us i'm finished it's intended for our good. Either either Romans eight twenty eight is true or it's not true. All things work right, together for the good of those that love the Lord. You know, A.W. Tozer said this, that we need to declare war on the mood of non-expectation and come together. Let us not be characterized by our lack of anticipation. How many want to anticipate this year that, as I said before, you're going to have the best, you, do you want to have the best year that you've ever had? You better say yes. Yes. <laughs> of course we do. And I want that blessing for all of you. But I have to tell you the truth. Yes, you got to study. Yes, you have to be in the library. Yes, you have to do all those things. But the first thing you need to do is make sure that you have that communion with the Lord.
1: Yeah.
0: And make sure that He's filling you. To overflow. That's how you're going to handle all of the all of the challenges that are going to come to you. And this isn't me saying that. This is the word of God for you tonight.
1: Jesus.
0: So as we get ready to go, and uh, how many have a six o'clock class? Let me see your hands if you have. Okay, half of you. Okay. But um, I'm going to be here. I'm deliberately getting ready to finish because I want to. I want to just pray. If anybody wants prayer? Anybody wants to come up here at the end and just stand here? I'm not gonna ask you to give you testimony. I'm gonna pray for you. And I'm gonna pray for you that you're gonna be full of the Holy Spirit this year and that you're not even gonna recognize yourself. You're gonna be the best you that you could ever be. You know, I don't wanna mention his name because it's gonna come out, uh, I'm sure in the next couple of days publicly, but but a tremendous, I, a, a tremendous person in the faith, in Christendom just made a profound statement just yesterday or the day before about he, he he humbled himself to say that his theology he he erred in his theology I mean, to to say that i mean incredible and and the in the ripple effect that this could have in the in the, in the in the in the landscape of christianity is just overwhelming but i'm just so thankful he he's this is a person that years ago i would mock i'm just going to confess to you I was sharing this with Dr. Jennings earlier today, and I remember one time he was having a crusade, I think it was in the, in the Philippines or so, and there were thousands of people in front of him. And I was kind of sneering at watching him. I'm just telling, I'm just being transparent. And as he's ministering to the people, all of a sudden he stops in the middle of his ministering and he says, stop, stop. He says, the Holy Spirit is telling me that we must pray for the children. We need to pray for the children right now. And when he said that, it was though something hit me and said, see, 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 you're criticizing him. And look at look at, look at, at the influence that he could have throughout the world. And now he wants to pray for the children. You're still sneering on him? Instead of sneering at him, pray for him. That's right. And I had to repent right there. And so fast forward to now, he's come forward and he's making a declaration that I believe is gonna have a tremendous impact on the landscape of Christianity. You'll hear about it perhaps in the next couple of days, but bow your heads with me right now. Just bow your heads with me. And I want to say a general prayer for all of us. And then after we do that, I'm gonna dismiss you, but anyone that wants to just simply come up here and just stand here and, and allow me, I'll stay here all night if I have to, but if you want me to pray for you, I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna be praying for you that God is gonna fill you to overflow with the Holy Spirit. Because I know when a man or a woman are full of the Spirit, (laughs) great things are gonna happen. So Lord, tonight, thank you for this first chapel of the year. Thank you for everyone that's here. It's uh, refreshing to see these precious students on their second day of classes, that they're here and they're wanting to not just do well academically, but they, they realize that the spiritual component of their, of their beings is important. So thank you for bringing them here tonight. Thank you, Lord, that our president could be with us tonight and uh, we pray, Father, for him and the executive team and everyone that as we go forward, Lord, you're gonna give the increase. You're the one that's gonna build up. Just like you said you're building your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail, we declare tonight that you're building NIAC and the gates of hell shall not prevail. we are not gonna let anything get in the way of the plan and the workings that you have for this college. So I pray you bless our professors. I pray you bless our staff. And above all, I pray that you pour out your blessing on all of our students. So give us a good remainder of this evening. I pray, God, that you, anyone that has a class, that you're gonna just give them a good time in their classes. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You are dismissed. You don't have to clap, please don't clap. But if you wanna come up here and just stand up here, I'm not gonna pray long over you. Just face me, don't, just face me. And I'm just gonna pray. Maybe I'm just going to say maybe a 30 second prayer over you, if some of you, just, let, just come up, come form a line here, so that you don't have to think you're going to be here for two hours, I'm just going to pray, remember this, listen, it's not the length of the prayer, it's, you know, God can do something in 10 seconds, really what's important is that you come up here with a heart of expectancy, that's the thing, don't be guilty of a lack of anticipation. Whatever it is that you want, starting with the filling of the Holy Spirit, believe that God wants to do it, and then He'll do the rest.
1: i